0: All right. Hello. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are back to playing Werewolf the Apocalypse tonight. We've got a full pack uh, and we're going to be starting up a new arc. Uh, as uh, as last week, we we finished the second arc of the, the Chronicle in a very blazing glory kind of fashion. Uh, so, uh, which uh, we've been talking about, whether or not it was a good thing. Who's going to do the talking to break some news that probably has to be broke at the beginning of the session? But we'll see how it goes. Um, but while we go ahead... Still a quick little introduction, who everybody is, who you're playing, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then we'll get in and we'll see what the aftermath has been uh in the time uh following uh what went
1: down at that listening station. So we'll start with Jeremy. Jeremy, tell us about Eustace. Yeah, Eustace is uh Phylodex uh Heartwarden, runs heart and soul saloon here in town. Uh he's not doing real well, realizing that those people kind of snapped out of it after the boss was killed. He was kind of the one that instigated burning them so it hasn't been a very happy time
0: you're okay man so we should cl- i should clarify by the way they snapped out of like trying to kill yeah. you but they were still kind of combative. so like we, ha- we haven't fully resolved you know exactly mm. what's up with them so um but yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but i mean everyone was on board with the plan and i think like you guys were going to kill them one way or the other and then the courtyard i mean <laughs> <laughs> the court mm-hmm. at the end of the session <laughs> was just, it's like a scene from Berserk, man.
2: It was just like. Yeah, the body Berserk. parts everywhere. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. So it's all good. Including all good. Uh, Selena's, I feel like.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell us, uh, how's Selena doing? Um, you survived. So there was that. So that's a good thing, right? Gotcha. Yeah. Kind of got kicked, But also you 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 <laughs> you hung in. You hung in there.
3: So let's let's look back at this. One, two, three, four, five, uh aggravated willpower, uh, plus Oof. two um superficial willpower. Yeah. And uh, I did completely go down with uh, HP. Mm. So yeah, that hurt. Uh lots of licking wounds, as it were. Um, yeah, yeah, that was uh, she, she is not, to, to clarify, not necessarily kind of theoretically opposed to going into different forms. She just, by the time that was a thought, the risk of losing rage was concerning, and I didn't want to be to just human in the middle of the situation, so I didn't want to risk the rage rules.
0: So, Evan, you were there. She was in the middle of, like, a mob of 12 things. And, and and like, we're, like, going to Krinos. And she's, like, nah, nah. Going to Krinos. Nah, nah. Just saying. And saying then, anyway. like, then Jacques goes into Krinos and literally, like, kills, like, six people in, like, one turn. It was pretty
3: And rolls, like, 40 awesome. dice at once. Awesome. And has, like, all of the HP. That's <laughs> what he does. It's, it's he pretty
0: did pretty,
2: not even <laughs> get hit. Not even get hit <laughs> that fight. I never even hit
0: him with those guys. They just <laughs> outdid it all. Uh, all right, next up, we've got Duke. Uh Evan, tell us about Duke Dustfang.
4: Yeah, Duke is an old geriatric werewolf from the Silver Fangs. He is a galliard that is attempting to kind of reclaim the old history and um, the lines between the noble families kind of in this area or in the West Coast and... Ever since the war, things kind of got a little haywire, and he's trying to maybe reclaim back his, who knows what he is, but his old uh, household into power. But uh, I don't know what happened last time, but it sounds like it was crazy, and I don't know what Duke was doing, but clearly not controlling the pack
0: no duke duke we, we had forgot about for a little while Then remembered towards the end and then we were like oh yes he yeah so he started doing so a maybe stare duke,
4: duke doesn't remember i don't know i feel like he's gonna <laughs> be a <laughs> little disappointed it would,
0: he got to see the carnage in the courtyard of this listening station because he was right there watching uh, as everything went and then eventually like oh that's right he's here he couldn't help out so we did like you, your stare you, down.
3: I attempted to use you to help uh, Selena <laughs> okay, yeah. survive one additional round before she. Uh, you yeah. went
4: senile and
3: then snapped back. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up, we've got Lou. Tell us about Lou Real.
5: So close. Getting closer. <laughs> Getting closer. Uh, Lou Real is uh, a ragabash uh, werewolf. Um, She is more or less a white collar detective uh, who uh, also tries to get these people to dump these stupid old ways that clearly haven't worked and we need to do something different and uh, not kill all the humans, please and thank you. Nobody likes me for some reason. <laughs> that's not true. I know. I, I, mean. I like you fine. Some of them. Some of them deserve it. Uh, I'm the antithesis to a few goals. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some inter-conflict going on.
5: <laughs> different, views, different
0: views. Different views. That's fine. You're all brought together by the seft, right? You got to protect the, the seft. Or that's...
5: otherwise known as?
0: Oh, well, that's the cairn. The community no <laughs> around it is the set. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't even think I pronounce it two syllable. I'm pretty sure like it's Karen.
5: <laughs> Bam,
0: one.
3: Whatever.
5: And uh, it is matters. now You're right. It's and forever will be. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I ruined that. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, and
2: then finally, uh, Aaron tells us about Jacques. Oh y'all, know I'm Jacques Roulette. I was born under the warrior moon, and I'll rune as a wolf, a red talon whose patron is Griffin. On four feet or two, I'll take it to the humans and call them back to their cities where they belong. And then I'll go for the weaver and tear his throat out, too. We go back to the old ways. Uh, Jeremy, I was
0: about to respond to Jeremy about how each each session the acid gets thicker and thicker, and I feel like by the end of the chronicle it just. Going... You'll even <laughs> you. let me undertake a word. are gonna be like yeah, waterboy. You just, I will waterboy start speaking in Creole, just like
3: it's waterboy.
1: At least you're a medulla like, oblongata. <laughs> oh,
0: so good. Uh, Oh, fantastic. All right. So last session, we'll do a quick summary. Last session, you infiltrated uh, this listening station that was run by a company called Echo Labs, you learned. They were hidden in the desert, away from a bunch of places. You did find a dirt road that eventually went there and some Humvees and such. It was an active station, although it was built atop what appears to be kind of like an old ruin or an old station. Like They just kind of airlifted in some some prefab buildings or something like that. Anyhow, you got there, you realized it was overrun with a bunch of these corrupted people that you've been seeing throughout. So some folks from the diner, some of those locker mercenaries that you saw getting out of the helicopter or near the helicopter and some folks who probably worked at the station itself. So you started uh, you started taking out some sentries as they were moving around in groups. And that's when, as we've mentioned, the horse trailer plan uh, was put into action. And it was a very effective plan. Uh, the, there was also a lot of like earthquakes, like there was the shaking of the earth itself that was happening. The buildings were breaking, collapsing. There were even these little crevices and things that were showing up in the ground. Um, started exploring a bit. Lou had a kind of a weird moment when her cell started to emit these, uh, these nightmarish scenes that involved her son, but the pack managed to convince her that it was just sort of fiction, just sort of made up. Uh, and so you stayed around. Uh, then you uh, you all went to the courtyard and that's where Jacques and Selena engaged about a dozen of these corrupted figures, a mixture of like some of those mercs and some of those regular folk. Uh, you did. The two of you did hold them off for quite a long time while Eustace and Lou charged into the the control room of the listening station. Uh, you and inside. <laughs> You found hiding in the shadows and sort of connected to all of the various uh, devices in here was this Bane infested young woman, uh, presumably the body that came up out of the grave, who was kind of had kind of emerged with a bunch of tech and was like this behemoth creature now from all of the cables and such and the machinery within this station itself. So it took a little doing. There was a crazy fight. She was she was very, very strong. Uh, So she did get some good licks in here and there, but you were able to take her down. Uh, and, uh, most of the thralls that were in the, in the, the courtyard just got ripped apart. Some got burned down, but there were a few that still live, uh, at least they, they sort of lived. Uh, and, uh, as you were looking around, you did find that it was Tara, Tara's body, which is uh, Calypso circles, your, your friend of the sept, uh, her sister, the whole, the whole thing that kind of started this mess. Uh, she was unfortunately within that trailer. Uh, you do have a ne- I think it's a necklace that you had to identify her. And as you were driving away from the site, because you got into one of the Humvees, you set the place on fire and you started to drive away. And the entire station was burning, was coming down that shaded effect that had been kind of encompassing the entire area started to fade. You can see the, the sun coming up once more. And it does, it did seem like for a moment, Lou and maybe uses those of you who have any kind of abilities to see or, or even venture into uh, the spirit world, you actually kind of start to see this uh, something emerge uh, from the ground as if it was trapped beneath those ruins uh so we're going to pick up kind of montage Let's, we'll sort of just montage the next 2 days uh and we'll just kind of do a, a round table here uh and you can kind of just say what has your character been doing over these next 2 days you were driving away with a humvee you had all the bodies the bodies themselves were like comatose like they 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 were physically like heart you know heart beating breathing etc but they weren't conscious and no matter no amount of poking was waking them back up uh, but we'll, we'll do like a little round table. So, so we'll say 48 hours. So anytime in the next two days, what have you been doing in the aftermath? Uh, this could be training. This could be following up on some of this aftermath. Like what, have, what have you been up to? So we'll just kind of do a round table. We'll start with the uh, Eustace.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: so how, what's Eustace been up to?
1: I think he kind of, uh, take his mind off of things or kind of get himself centered again. So back to the heart and soul. And, uh, got a ghost now to talk to you know try and pick his brain about you know if he's got any last words he wants to get to his family or anything like that or any anything you can think of that might help me get in touch with him and while he's doing that i'm just you know used to keeping his hands busy like coming up with a new brew for the heart and soul you can see he's gonna, he's gonna get some some ghost peppers some hatch chilies you know, set them under the meat that cooks in the smoker, so all the fat can drip onto them. So you kind of have some like savory, salty, but spicy beer that gets made up. And he's kind of getting that underway just to crafting is his main way to recenter. So that's what he spends a good bit of his time doing. And while he's doing that, he's chatting with okay. his ghost buddy.
0: So we'll see then that the manifestation of a man you've come to learn is named Danny Perez, a man in his 40s or so. Uh, he got dark hair, relatively clean shaven. You can see he's still wearing the clothes that he was in when he, he died. He, the first few days, uh, after kind of started manifesting, he would do so in these little blips, these little moments here and there, and he would kind of be confused. Uh, and so it's been kind of this time of coaching him and kind of getting him to realize exactly what he is. And so for a while, um, after, after the dust storm a week or so ago, two weeks ago at this point, um, you had to. <laughs> Like you would appear, you and you would periodically kind of get, kind of get shocked. as like he would just emerge somewhere in your, uh, in your pub, just screaming, uh, confused as if he's getting attacked. And over time he's been staying longer each time, longer each time before kind of dissipating or, 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 you know, kind of sifting back into the, to the spirit world. Um, but as you're cooking, we'll say he's standing behind you we can see that it is very much the like sort of the American werewolf in London kind of deal where mm-hmm. you can see the viscera of where he kind of got attacked by this black spiral dancer. And when he talks, he does so you can, you can, you can hear, him, but no one else can, I would say no one else can probably hear it. And he's just,
6: he's just like, yeah, my, my wife I had a kid and they were in Texas for a while. I wasn't a good i wasn't a good father are you you a father eustace
1: well not that i'm aware of uh i had a wild childhood you might say but uh if i do i've been a bad father as well but you know uh the funny thing about this world is we always have more time than we think we do maybe not in the form that we expect or understand but uh you are still here in a way you still got thoughts and feelings and words and maybe you gotta, you know, lean on somebody else for a little bit of help to pass those on, but I'm happy to do that.
6: I uh I try to walk down the road and I got about a quarter mile and then it mm-hmm. kinda then I was here again. It's like mm-hmm. there's I figure maybe I could go see her, but it's not
0: working. But uh I don't know, like how do I
6: I don't know her name. Mm-hmm. What was her name? Victoria. Yeah. Vicky. Vicky. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: And You know, start with uh, little things. Like, just think about, like, you know one of the best things to trigger memory? Honest to God, scent. What did her smell perfume anything. smell like? What did what did her favorite food smell like? Start there. Start simple and build up.
6: I can't smell anything, man. There's no smells. Well, but you can't even remember smells? I mean, That's terrifying. I mean, she used to get those air fresheners mm-hmm. from Target, and they smelled I like I, I did too, but they smelled like Hawaii. She always wanted to go to Hawaii. And she said, since right. I was never going to take her, then she's going to bring it there. I should have taken her.
1: Well, hell, I'll save up and I'll buy her a couple of tickets. And we'll say it's from you.
0: And you can see every time he you, you talk to him, he he always is like his head's kind of jerking. just like prairie dog here, and they're kinda of just moving around, kind of like with this real sort of concern.
1: You hear that? You see that? What what are you hearing? Huh? What are you seeing?
0: Right there. And he just sort of motions over to the far corner uh, of your bar, the very window now that has been replaced. Uh, and you can see he's, he's looking directly at it.
6: And right there, it's like the shadow right there. You don't see that? I do have the ability
1: that? to see, like, I... And you
0: see, he starts to like he starts to like wilt away a bit. He starts to wilt away a little bit. So, you, um, do you have like uh, this? Do you have like pneuma uh, sense, like uh, like, like Lou
1: does? No. So it's the um, I think it's the third tier of the Umbral Traveler. Basically, it's what lets Eustace see ghosts. Oh, he can't. Okay. For, um, he can't force them to communicate with him. Yeah. But unless they use some sort of special ability,
0: ghosts can't
1: hide from him. Like he can just see them. It is,
0: it is not, that's not triggering it. Yeah. You're not seeing anything there. Yeah. So you're not, so whatever it is, it's certainly not a ghost or spirit or something like that. Okay. But whatever he's in me, maybe it's his name, but he kind of wilts away.
1: I don't, I mean, I can't stand it. Sometimes pick up on some things, but whatever it is, I'm not getting it.
0: It's coming for me. He's coming for me. And then you see he just kind of starts to run. He turns around like he's going to run. And as he does so, he just fades.
1: Why do I get the feeling I need to teach him to be at peace? That's coming for him. But he's probably not going to be at peace until he makes peace with himself. Okay. Get back to mixing the words.
0: Okay. We'll cut over then to Selena. Selena, what have you been doing these two days?
3: So probably not immediately, but maybe like the next day, um, Selena and Lou, um, would take a ride okay. over to, uh, Madam Helene's.
0: Okay. Uh, we, so we can do, yeah, we can do both yours at the same time if we want. Say the two of you drivers, anybody else want to go on this this little, this little ride?
5: No. Shock <laughs> uh, <laughs> <no. laughs>
0: sneaks in a in lupus form, just hiding. <laughs> uh okay, so Selena and Lou ahead there. Okay, so you go inside, you see um, you see the people that you would normally expect to find. So Calypso is there, obviously, but you also see Madame Helene. Uh you can even see Blossom, who does the class head looking up as if she's looking around for for Eustace once more. Uh, you get led into the back room that you've been led to before. There's the couch spread out. You know, it looks like there's the you know the desk where they do whatever their inventory is, and looks like they have a handful of stock back here as well. Um, Calypso is there. You can tell she probably hasn't slept for a few days. Uh, is this immediately after you return? Like, are you? Okay.
3: No, I think Lou's got some stuff that she'll do in hers, but this is kind of okay. Selena's. But we would do it together because Calypso okay. is Lou's contact.
0: So her eyes get wide and she looks and, What did you what did you find out? You can see she's like th- like even more throaty than normal from from probably crying and you can tell like there's just this this cigarette smoke all over the place in here.
3: Well, I I I would say that you were definitely right to to bring us into this. There are some things going on that were definitely things that we are equipped to, to, to handle. Um, Sorry. so I'll, I'll, we've addressed the issue. I'll say that. Um, but, um, unfortunately, and Selena will kind of look at blue and she'll kind of reach into, um, into her long skirt, she kind of has this pocket and she'll kind of reach her hand into the pocket and she'll kind of have a closed fist and, and reach out towards Calypso.
5: Unfortunately, so, we weren't able to do anything but revenge for it. I know.
0: Hand reaches out shaking. You're not sure if it's from grief or maybe just, she's an older woman. It could just be uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit of age, kind of showing, and she reaches out and she grabs it, kind of shakes it a bit. Looks, Madame Helene is there. We'll say Blossom is out front, watching the shop still, and um, it's probably Madame Helene who speaks since, since, uh, since Calypso is just so
6: intently looking at the at the necklace itself, and she's just. We felt her. We felt her pass. The. It was yesterday, wasn't it? In the night or the early morning, you felt it.
3: That's that is likely That's what happened. So. Yes, yes.
0: She uh, she kind of points over to what looks like a like on one of the on one of the the tables in here, like this little like antique side table. There's a mirror where they might kind of fix themselves up before they go back go out to the out to the shop. But you can see there is like this small little shrine set up. There's like a couple candles. You can see a photo of Tara on
6: there. And they say, the, the, the candles. All at once. We know. Was it. They kind of look. Was it painful?
5: It was quick.
0: You can tell they look at each other, they look at you. And look at each other. Roll a manipulation, Lou.
3: Yes. Uh, oh no. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. I you should have asked Duke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: let's do manipulation persuasion.
3: Okay. Oh my uh, goodness. <laughs> I would have one die for that. What do you have for that?
5: Uh, manipulation persuasion. Uh, actually, I have three. I'm okay at manipulation. Oh. Okay. Um, and right wow. now I have one rage. Okay.
0: <laughs> of course I rolled a crit on this. <laughs> oh no. Of course I rolled a crit on this.
3: I mean she is a she is okay. a I mean, we,
0: medium a psychic.
5: Exactly.
3: I exactly. rolled
5: three nines. So all as, of my dice a, are
3: passing.
0: Normally. That would be a pass.
3: But he rolled a crit. But I literally just rolled a a 10.
0: I always roll a 10. Like, I always roll, I mean, I always roll one die to see if the difficulty varies, and I just... Technically, I'm
5: not lying. It was probably quick.
0: Being burned
4: (laughs) alive?
0: I don't know. I don't think so. (laughs) No? (laughs) I'll say this. They don't, um, they don't, it's not like this turns into an argument. Or anything like this. That's not what happens. Like that's not how this looks. But you can I would say any you know, either of you, even if your insight's not particularly high, like you can tell there is a coldness that suddenly overtakes them a little bit. They they it's almost like they kind of just know looking at you. You're not sure if they're angry that you're lying or if they're you know, they they understand why you would lie, but you can tell but that perhaps they're perhaps
5: we're just very dumb and don't understand fire.
0: I don't think they think that you, <laughs> but me, I mean, it could be, you're lying for they, a good they, reason. They, they, they clearly know that to, we are not giving them well, the they whole. know. Yeah. And they, and they just kind of nod sort of absently. And Calypso looks up
6: from the necklace and is just like, I'd like to be alone now.
5: I'm sorry.
3: Yes. Yes. We, um, are, Condolences.
0: Madame Helene will usher you out uh quickly, actually. No, no talking, no offering of tea, nothing like nothing like they would normally do. There's there's sort of this alacrity with which she wants to get you out of the out of the shop. And um Blossom sort of waves, but like Madame Helene kind of gives her a, a look. And you can see Blossom's normally bright face, like suddenly shifts downward. The bell rings as she opens the door and she just very flatly without any real emotion goodbye and closes the door behind you.
5: If we should have just let Eustace and Jacques talk to them.
2: <laughs> yeah, they'd
5: have hated me, but
3: I don't care. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Uh,
3: okay. This, there is no good. Okay we uh, prevented more but there was no there was no good
5: No okay. easy answer
0: So as the two of you get back in probably the El Camino and start heading back to uh to the sept or wherever it is you're going we'll cut down into Duke Duke I'll say you you were there for it uh, so you witnessed the carnage uh obviously. Arguments could be had, how much of it was necessary, how much of it could be presented. But at the same time, you all, your lives were truly in danger. So it's it's not as though, like, the violence happened, like, in a manner that, that wasn't called for. Uh, but what would Duke be doing over the next, say, two days uh, after the aftermath of this?
4: Yeah, I think uh, two things I think you'd want to do is... A, try to see... I don't know where Duke goes to find this information, but somewhere he could try to research more about this black goop that everybody's inhaled in our pack and see if he Mm -hmm. can try and like identify what it might be. Obviously, the cause could be what we've seen with these humans, right? Or the Mm -hmm. effect of it. So I think he wants to research that more so that way when he confronts the pack about it, he's more knowledgeable instead of trying to like scare them right away.
0: So the the most knowledgeable elder in your sept is Adora uh who is i mean there's not an official hierarchy but she's kind of like the de facto figurehead uh in a way uh, as everyone just respects her but she was also there when some of that came, yeah. when that was kind of inhaled so she would probably be the best person within the sept to talk to about it but if you wanted to go outside that and try to find somebody else that you can console with we can do that too
4: yeah i think you'd prefer to do outside because she is like let's just say infected for
0: lack of a better word uh let's see i do have
4: cairn access so he does have the ability to like that's what i was going to
0: say there's probably i mean this, this isn't the only place um so how about this roll a like an etiquette uh and then you could do like a maybe a charisma uh, okay. As you're really just uh, trying to ingratiate yourself, maybe to a different pact, a different cairn, different sep community.
4: Yeah, he's jumping ship.
0: <laughs> Evan's gonna start playing on Fridays instead.
6: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, okay. I got something for you on Fridays. Through <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. <Grew> this world.
6: <laughs>
0: All right, so you're gonna meet. Uh, so we'll say you meet you. So we'll say there's another. Where are we? We're in Phoenix, right? Okay. So, and we've already sent you up north. So we'll send you south this time. Uh, you head south a uh, to Tucson. Uh, as you know, that there is a fairly large werewolf community that's right on the border. Uh, just, just south of Tucson. Um, they are, um, they are a, uh, th- while they're wary of outsiders, you are a, you're familiar to them. You've visited them before. Uh, there's likely a person that you've probably consulted with before. Um, do we want to make a new contact right now? Should we do something like this? Let's, um, yeah. So let's, uh, okay. Let's see what I got. I'm looking at my werewolf names. Uh, I just have to Google my list. Oops. Not my, not Google. I got to search my Google document there. I know how to speak. Um, so you... Meet a who we got. Who do I have for you?
3: Doesn't Duke have a rancher contact, or was that a local a type rancher contact?
0: Sure? Is not the type of person. To, the yeah, rancher yeah, contact is a normal is person. That's not a person to ask oh, about. Okay. This, this like, is the guy like mystical. from the boundary, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, this is a person to ask about like local areas. Uh Okay, we'll say uh so we're gonna call. So it's gonna be a, a woman by the name of Mona uh, Spirit Claw. Uh, she, uh, she is, you know, she's not like the elder She's just, she's just a member of a pack. Um, uh, probably a phylodox. Uh, and, uh, and you are specifically asking about like that, uh, that kind of, uh, that strange, Yeah, I'm not like, going to say mast. that
4: okay. anything has like happened to our pack specifically. It's okay. more of like what we've experienced in our area.
0: Uh, so she'll she'll kind of um she'll host you within their their small little ranch community uh you can see that they they literally are a ranch they have various animals that they kind of tend to here and there in a strange sense of the word uh and so you're you're in kind of a kind of a dusty farm land uh and you know, sitting away from folk kind of keeping this quiet so not too many people hear it
6: but she says um seen this before. It is not a pleasant substance. In fact, it is not a substance at all. It is residue of spirits, corrupted spirits, that have begun to deteriorate and have not yet, not yet dissipated in its entirety. Think as metaphor how we break down, humans they do, break down uh, items, plastics, glass into smaller and smaller pieces, and eventually they reuse it, this recycling effect. It is similar to this, except this, this substance is more volatile. We've seen that those uh, who have been um, inhabited by Banes for a a long period of time, uh, a portion of this is left with them as if uh, a reminder the body knows that it was once infested and future infestations are now easier.
4: Hmm. Have you encountered any way to either bind these spirits or purge them from anyone who's experienced it?
6: Hmm. We in our sept have not done so. I have heard that there are some to the north who have uh, experimented with a rite of expulsion is it like a
4: super ritual. old dude?
6: Yes. Yes. it Damn is. Damn it! I hate that guy. But, uh, he he is a cousin. Oh, I love once that guy. Septmates. I am Spirit Claw. He is Dawn Claw. Mm, I see. I thought you would recognize it in the Claw name.
4: Well, I thought it'd be like a little more on the nose, like dust and dust or whatever you are, Dawn and Dawn. Anyways, uh, so yeah, he's great. A I
6: just. For somebody who wants uh, a favor. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I was the oldest werewolf here,
4: you know? Like I was kind of trying to get all the old werewolves together in the same pack. I got a couple of young ones, but most of the old ones. And then I met him and he's like ancient. And I was like, I thought I was the old one.
6: Is this ego? You dislike him because of ego. Yes, don't you want to be like <laughs> the respected
4: one in your area? <laughs> and I have someone stepping on my shoes, and he has a bunch of like teenagers with them.
6: Yes, they. It's
4: weird. Him.
6: It is. Some I have heard rumors that my former, my former pack mate has changed. In recent years, he has grown. Eccentric in his silver years.
4: Mm. Okay, well, I'm not sure I'm going to talk to him, you know, because last time I met him at a Whataburger, he... <laughs> his, his posse of teenagers didn't let me talk to him, really, so it was kind of
6: awkward. Mm-hmm. They idolize him. Celebrity.
4: It's it's a little bit beyond that. It's kind of cultish, to be real.
6: Hmm. yeah it is concerning
4: mm-hmm. maybe you should talk to your cousin
6: maybe you should reach out do you wish it were you that they were idolizing and worshipping
4: no no fangs? not really that's that's not my thing
6: is it not if it were offered you would you accept
4: uh no But thanks <laughs>
6: <laughs> it was rhetorical
4: well, you're asking me questions and I'm just answering. I feel like last no. time we talked, it went better than this.
6: I don't I don't know. Maybe you were a little bit nicer, perhaps. <laughs> but the door for you, let you inside. You you brought Whataburger last time for us to work. You didn't bring well, you I'm a little bit
4: scarred, time. okay? Last time I went, I had that encounter and the tweens told me off, Okay. <laughs>
6: You are afraid of young millennials. Is that it? I mean, isn't
4: everyone?
5: <laughs> Gen Z now.
6: Gen Z, even worse.
4: Exactly. They just get worse.
6: <laughs> perhaps with your age and wisdom that you are so very proud of, you might convince mm. them to give you access to Don Claw.
4: Right. And then I'll be the oldest
6: here. Are you threatening to kill him? All right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> all right. So, dude, you drive. You take a day trip down to Tucson, threaten to kill a cousin, former packmate, mate, and then drive back to the to guy's girl. Fantastic. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, Kipster, was there more that Lou wanted to do in addition to meeting with? Um, yes. Oh, yeah? What are you doing?
5: You've given me a lot of paperwork.
0: Yeah, I have. I have, mm-hmm. indeed.
5: Yeah. Um, so we we did get in the van. Um, if Lou is driving, Selena's about to get kidnapped a little bit. Uh, as uh, we head in... St- oh, yeah, we're totally... We are totally going home to the... Karen. Uh, I'll drop you up. Yes, of course. And we drive to the Heart and Soul Bar, um, where I have left Riley, my detective partner, with... Um, Uh, Lucas uh, is also just at the... It's okay, Eustace, he's uh, old enough to be here. Uh, Eustace at the bar.
6: (laughs)
1: Okay, sure thing.
5: And uh, we've taken over like a corner and the amount of paper that is being read and written on. So, Selina, if you can just uh, read these and look for any discrepancies in the numbers, uh, that will be helpful. There's only maybe 200 pages on this Excel printout.
3: I'm sorry, what
5: am I looking at? (laughs) So you see, if the numbers, if the point isn't uh, like a difference of like 0.02, then there is some sort of discrepancy. It was maybe we should have graphed it out before printing it, but it's easy enough. You just look for the change in numbers that's unusual or unexpected.
3: Sure, I will be Glad to help. <laughs> this will be something to do to make me feel less bad.
5: Yes, yes. great. And uh, you can ask Lucas. He's here. Uh, if you need any uh drink or he can go grab that, maybe from Eustace.
3: Hey, hey
6: Eustace, my mm-hmm. mom said my mom said I can have a, a beer. Can I can I have a beer? Oh
5: yes, he can. It's all good. <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, to look at the bartender who's seeing his liquor license evaporate. Yeah, right, right.
1: Eustace does keep the equivalent of like some like artisanal art odules, but he'll just kind of just like look at the kid. He'll make a whole show of like how uh, uh, I don't know. But he'll pour the kid the beer that's non-alcoholic. Okay. All right, just don't let anybody see this, okay? Okay. Let him think he's getting away with something, but secretly he's not getting any alcohol. Okay. Yeah. And All right, but you're going to have it. to work for it. Come, come on. Yeah. I know, I know. Come on, have to but he goes out back. So nobody sees you. And basically I'm going to put him to work, like, you know, helping okay. out with a couple things here. Sure. Yeah. That way yeah, he feels like so- he earned it.
0: Okay, so we go from serving a minor to uh, child exploitation
1: uh, for labor.
5: Yep.
0: Excellent. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yep. Doubling <laughs> down on just being the 16. worst. It's, it's fine.
5: It's How old is he? Fourteen. 14. 14. Ah, never mind. It's Arizona. They <laughs> don't have laws like that. Uh, okay.
0: So I'm gonna say there's so there's two there's two bits of data to kind of sift through. There was the physical files, and then there was like the hard drives themselves, and you could do pronouns and stuff like that. So basically, I'm gonna want two roles uh so okay. selena you can roll one for the investigative and then lou you can do another one for the tech uh, uses if you wanted to pitch in on one of them you're welcome to to assist on that if you want uh for obviously for the hard drive one it's going to be tech uh and mm-hmm. then you can pick whatever you want intro fine uh and then for the other one it's going to be investigation since you're literally just kind of going through uh and, and looking for for anything that might stand out based upon like Lou's guidance uh, but it uh, it is a lot of data. Uh, but there is there are a bunch of like a lot of the printed material that you grab. It's incomplete, but a lot of it's in structural documents, memos, things like that that you can kind of sift through as well. Uh, so those are the rules. Do you
3: say this is intelligence investigation or wits investigation?
0: Uh, I'll use in this case. You can take whatever you want. I don't care which one.
3: Um, Yay! Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I can try and take a look, but. Um... <clears throat>
3: That's one success.
1: Um, Actually, yeah. Okay.
3: You roll two dice, and you do better. (laughs) That is Jeremy, (laughs) and how he works. That's my secret sauce, man.
1: man. (laughs) roll something unskilled that I'm terrible at. Ah, Uh, more
0: dice. Jeremy has. Before the worse he gets, the fewer dice, the
3: better he is. So two successes, works. sorry. One was a seven and the other was a one. So 6 seven. I'll say the two of you two are
0: working on the non-tech physical stuff. We know how used this is with tech. And then Lou, mm-hmm. how, how did you do on your tech? Uh, tech um,
5: So I currently have three successes. However, mm-hmm. um, now because I broke technology in the last session, I only get one willpower uh, back, which means I have two for the whole session. But I'm okay. going to use one of them to re-roll three dice to see if okay. I can get a better roll.
0: All right. And I do think, what was our, what are we doing for audience dice again? I think we re one die, right? Isn't that what you we were doing? Yes. Mm-hmm. We were doing. Yep. Okay.
3: We'll remind um, me later
0: to add the counter in this just to make totally for to do it.
5: Okay. That is four successes and I will, I, I won't dip into the audience All dice right. yet.
0: Four is fine. Four is, four is plenty. Uh, okay. So let's go through this then. So physical files, uh, largely printed memos, instructional documents, you can see that they are describing all manner of procedure and like policy changes, operational maintenance instructions, on various like equipment that's within it. Uh, there's a ton of operational reports as well that seem to have been printed, but they're largely summative. They're like kind of like um, like cover, uh, like the cover pack for a larger report that's probably data filled, but it's just like the, the summary page. Um, what used and Selena, you see quite come up quite frequently is like they refer to a subject. Uh, and that is like capital S it's kind of referred to that way they seem to be monitoring behavioral changes such uh, here and there Um, you can see that the summary pages are kind of quantifying some of those changes into into numerical stuff like you're you're seeing like frequencies and amplitudes and things like that the reports you have go back a couple years they're incomplete you don't have a ton of them it's like you just grabbed a couple hanging file folders and such and whatever was in there maybe there was other years etc but most recent reports uh, for the most part, only still show like these little incremental aberrations and changes, like almost negligible changes. Um, and the conclusion almost on every single one of these is subject remains docile. Mapping processes continue unabated. I keep saying that over and over and over again. And each one of these pro- in each one of these reports, at least for the last like two years, is being directed to a very specific person, uh, a project manager at Echo Labs by the name of Sasha Bennett. And so that's what you find in the physical files. Now, for the hard drives and the data that you kind of pull off, Lou, it is a treasure trove of raw data, just tons and tons and tons of data. It's the very data probably that those reports are kind of being summative of. Uh, And it just it, it just seems like like these have been kind of monitoring devices and they've been monitoring various frequencies. Uh, various uh, various signals, the kind of inputting out as a listening station that does seem to be accurate, but the it doesn't seem like it's kind of corresponding to anything that might um, be confused with like TV signals or radio signals or cellular signals. It's nothing like that. It's something else. Like there, it's almost I would say Lou with four successes. Like they found a way to almost quantify like the signals coming from the Umbra in some way. It's like in this weird way they're trying to do that. Uh, what you notice also, in addition to that, uh, is that there appear to be other ECHO lab stations in the region that you see popping up. Uh, one of them is only about an hour, hour and a half southeast of, of Gaia's Grove. And the metadata that you're getting, that you're pulling off some of these reports, uh, does actually provide a latitude and longitude. Uh, a, second, a second one pops up, but there's a lot of like um, corruption in terms of this data. It's, it's entirely unclear. It does seem to be westward. Uh, and it does seem to be localized around a, around a nu- nuclear generating station like way west like a good two two and a half almost you know uh, west of where you're at uh, but you don't really have as precise a data on that one but you do have like the la- latitude and longitude of like of one of the other two uh, echo lab sites. Uh, and the other thing I would say by the way for the, the people doing the physical you you do know that the program management is being sent to a a local site, downtown Phoenix, there's an office building somewhere downtown that is, that's being sent to. Uh, and that's, I would say, what the three of you are able to glean from a lot of what you took. Uh, if you have specific questions, you can ask them, but that's, like the, that's pretty much the whole shebang.
5: Um, so, yeah, it, while they're working on that, Riley, I feel her partner is probably working on the legal aspect of what laws we can catch them on. Um, if any, and also, I will ask her to please investigate. What, Selena? What was the name of the persons that you found in there?
3: Uh, I, gosh, the, the all of the numbers in here, just oh, other, oh, yes. other it's homework very fascinating, next time, isn't it? maybe it's just it's really fun. No, no decimals and zeros and ones and, That's right. and all that.
5: you can just... graph it and you can make oh. the. <laughs>
3: You know, My gosh, I'm really, gonna not need, <laughs> really gonna need a uh, uh, a rest around the fire later. Oh, I yes, here, believe. and
5: uh, Lou will grab a cigarette and then hold you hold one out for you as well. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, this helps, and then we don't need to uh, eat or sleep so much. All and the documents, I, get yes, fire.
3: uh. Sasha Sasha Bennett. That was the, the ah, name. Sasha
5: Bennett. Okay. Uh, Riley, can you please investigate Sasha Bennett? Well, as we continue through these documents.
3: Okay. So,
0: do you want Riley to like PI, go seek her out, seek this person out, find them, follow them, that kind of thing? Okay. Yes. I will make a note. It's going to take a little while, obviously. It's not going to be yeah. instant, but yeah, but absolutely. So, Riley is on the, on the case. It. Perfect.
1: Okay, right, Lucas. Your mom should, sure uh, is lucky. She knows what makes her happy. I, I hope you do the same. You know, find something that just see what makes you tick, keeps you centered the way she is. That's just that's just great. You got <laughs> any wings? Yeah, I do.
5: You got, you got to, be to be polite, your... Lucas. Be polite. I did not hear a please or thank you. I mean, so that that me in where there. Where thank I'm you. From,
1: <laughs> that that is the thank you to the to the chef. So that just means he's indulged greatly. You want wings you're gonna make your own wings and i'm gonna show you how okay
0: all right and so we'll fade from the scene again in heart and soul of eustace now, the teaching The trick
1: is you boil them first and then you freeze them so that you can flash fry them later so they're extra crispy he's just like nodding and nodding
0: and we fade and we come up and where are we jacques what is jacques doing in these these 48 hour aftermath here
2: so during the day, you're going to find Jacques as a big black wolf out at the wolf sanctuary in a dog pile with the other wolf pack sleeping off the heat of the day, relaxing, enjoying the big fat steaks that the animal handlers throw over. Being the wolf that he is, but at night, at night he heads into the city and he finds Isabel and they go hunting for humans for the worst of the humanity and anyone who gets in their way but his main reason for tracking Isabel down over those two nights is he wants to ask her what she or her corte particularly the Nosferatu that's in her group know about lockrum control and he will also explain to her the weird amalgamation of the worm and weaver that they dealt with and see if they had, if she's heard of anything like that happening or anything about that at all in her okay. click. So
0: I rolled, uh, I rolled a die uh, to see it, kind of how much she would know. Uh, and she'll, so as you're, <laughs> as you're just in an alleyway downtown somewhere, you know, Van Buren or whatever, or something like that. You're just ripping a dude apart. You know, you can see his eyes kind of got this orange tinge to him. There's some new drug that's been cascading through the neighborhoods here and there. And a lot of, a lot of make a nice pop when you chew out. on them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And and as you talk to her and as you kind of bring up
6: Lockham, you can see she kind of stiffens a little bit. And she's like, oh, my dear Jacques. I have heard strange rumors of them. They, um, they're a cadre, not not one of mine, but um, got into bed with them, apparently. They are like lice they are infecting here and there they are a tool someone pulling their strings i think but one i believe vampire one of mine turned to dust from dealing with them they are a mm, they are like hammer they hit and hit they do not think they do not have brains There is someone doing the thinking for them. They are being sent to this place and that. I've been seeing them pop up here and there. Security here, security there, infiltration here. None of mine, of course, are dealing with them. But uh, whoever funds them, whoever is behind them, has very deep pockets.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: Oh my share. Their blood is their blood is very, very thin and their livers livers are spoiled. I I would not cross with them if I did not if you did not have to. Yeah.
6: There's bad, bad juju there. Yeah. Blood is blood. Some tastes better than others. Mm.
2: They but, thick um, with the bane out there where we were at. Yeah. No, no, I was, I know the worm, you and the worm have a different relationship, but they're thick with the bad, bad bane, calling down the full plague on the land and everything around it. All the animals that we revere were falling before it. Hmm.
6: I have heard stories, rumors from those um, young ones prance around the night and play with their tech. There is, um, a presence wafting through. Uh, they see it there. Listening, listening, listening. Eh, yeah. we thought it was, um, what is it? Um, uh, Big Brother, the humans, listening in. But it is more insidious than that. There's something infecting the... Human networks, as it Uh, is. Yeah,
2: we saw, yeah, that weaver thing that we thought it was all tied in there, causing all those power fluctuations, making all their phones. At first, I thought this be a blessing, you know, no phones, no power go back to the old ways, but something worse going on
6: there. She smiles at that. Yes, I don't. I still have a flip phone. I don't like these at all. But, but, in the clubs, the young ones have noticed things, strange sounds echoing, addling minds here and there, echoing left and right and left and right. It is, um, it is causing problems, much like this drug. The streets are different, the, the minds that we are encountering. Is th- this drug one of your people's drugs? No, not mine. But the one that was turned to dust. Yeah, they were hers. I mean,
2: it's uh, bad business. You see Jacques lean over this corpse and starts licking
6: it so all its wounds disappear. It is not my business. will yeah. never be my business. Well, you're here.
2: You hear anything that might concern me and mine, something that I can get into and tear out the throat of, you know, you know how it reached me.
6: And so she'll, of course, mon, mon sherry. And she
0: just kind of like runs a little finger kind of down the, the, like the down your back, like, just kind of like right behind the ear a little bit. And then you just see her like, I shall return to the shadows. And she just kind of just retreats into like this like darker shadowy area. And then you can hear her footsteps and then you hear nothing at all. as She kind of just disappears from the scene.
2: Doc just turns back into a wolf with a big wolf smile on his face and starts padding out of the city.
0: <laughs> so time passes a couple days. Everyone goes about their errands, their tasks, and we'll say, um, Duke, you come back into town. You're only gone for probably a day. You come back into town, uh, back at heart and soul. We can see it's been turned into like this de facto library section where all these papers are all over the place. Various laptops have been set up and you can see like Lou and, uh, and her son are kind of like working on them here and there. Um, and as you're kind of sharing some of what you've, um, some of what you learned, Lou, and Selena and Eustace, uh, when you bring up the notion of there being other sites in the region. Duke, you have these old maps. You kind of collected them here and there. You have all this kind of topographical data, this historical data here and there. And you start doing this, like, comboing of it. And you look at where some of these things are popping up and where some of these other things are popping up. Um, One of the things you noticed, Duke, was that there, it was an old cairn from decades ago, long abandoned, um, probably Silverfang tribe at some point had, had run a, uh, had had a sep there, but had fallen, uh, when, when kind of everything started to kind of go to shit, uh, and, and it was never kind of recovered. And you noticed that this, that now that you're kind of looking at it, that listening station that Echo Labs listening station that you had all kind of gone into was at the site of one of these. You notice as you're, you're looking at this, this map, that's kind of like kind of pointing out these different locations. There's no highways, there's no, there's no city lines, there's nothing like that. It's all just like this, this geographical or this a geological look of things. And you do notice that there are, there was this abandoned camp Karen out west uh, that is several decades old that kind of got run. Something happened out there around the time that that nuclear station was kind of building up. And then Southeast of you, about an hour hour and a half or so there was, uh, there was a cairn down here and Duke you're you're you've done enough research that there was a, um, there was a pack down there that, that kind of lost touch with, um, with Gaia's grove. And not so much lost touch, just this this um basically a fracture. Uh and it's because they were a stargazer uh a pack. This sort of um not full enemies, but they kind of just approach things differently. They look at things differently. Like they serve they serve Gaia in a way that doesn't quite align with the way in which like uh way in which, you know, normal, you know, most of your your Garo packs do. And they you know that they kind of gravitated down in that direction. It's this location that just sort of exist in this interstitial state between, you know, population centers, like there's just nowhere area. And as you kind of start comparing some of your maps with some of what Lou is figuring out, you literally are almost pinpointing this long, this latitude longitude coordinate to a cairn that they had been known to inhabit. Um, and again, the, the data out west is a little bit more inaccurate, but you have this one specific location that does seem to have been a cairn a, a that had been kind of abandoned or detached or uh, excommunicated from sort of normal Geru social circles.
4: Well, it's pretty interesting. Uh, yes, Although- the
5: correlation is interesting indeed.
4: Yeah, I know. I feel like we should maybe have a talk about what happened the past few days. You guys, what do you guys think?
5: I feel like you're coming as this a little bit uh, from. Well, you're thinking you're from a high position, but uh,
4: I mean, I'm just uh, reading the room is a little down. Uh, Eustace is making like hot pepper beer or something. That's a little weird. Yeah. Okay, Selena so looks depressed. Like yeah, there's a lot of cigarettes in here.
5: It's very important to smoke. Actually, I'm feeling
4: pretty good now.
2: Oh, oh, I'm here to tell you, I uh, this is fantastic for me. I, we did our job. We, we called the we, humans, we stopped the Weaver, we stopped the world. You
5: can't keep calling the humans. The ones that go into nature are the ones that are most connected with Gaia and should be protected versus the ones in the cities that are causing these issues.
2: I kill the ones in the cities more than I kill the the ones in the wild. If
5: you have to kill them, you are killing the wrong ones. So, do. in answer to your question... I kill
2: most of the ones in the city, only occasionally the ones in the wild.
5: The ones in the wild are the ones connected with Gaia. Would you kill a wolf that's just running around in the woods who's connected with Gaia?
2: If necessary,
5: yes. If necessary, sure. Okay, okay. Yes, sometimes. But the ones that are just in nature are the ones connected to nature. The ones we want to keep alive. Now, yes.
3: Duke, in answer to your question, uh, because we haven't heard that conversation 502 other times before, I'm sure. Um, we had this job specifically for a human sister of a friend of mm. Lou's and mine. And we lost sight of that. And maybe could have saved her and did not.
4: Right. And that's what I'm trying to enlighten all of us. Kind of look at Jacques specifically. That there are good humans and good people out there. Not everyone's good. But in this scenario, it was a little weird because they also weren't in control of their mind. So we have to be somewhat mindful in the decisions we make. Especially when we're trying to help selena mm-hmm. lose friend that's all i'm trying to say is try to maybe think a little bit more next time so that we don't have this kind of emotional backlash
1: yeah you feel free to participate more next time too and you know feel a little bit of weight yourself you know
4: you know i'm a behind the scenes type of guy so i
1: i hate what you're too but
2: if if we had not thought as hard as we did selena would have not walked away
3: from that That's true
1: it was our
3: I am still, I mean, uh, th- this is this is why Lou sits me down to look at numbers and decimal points because that is about all I am good to do at the moment. To Honestly, sit. The worm has
2: taken them. None of those people will ever be normal again. The worm owns them now.
1: Yeah, and you know, that was unfair, Duke. I'm sorry. Uh, you do make a good point. We should come at things in that way. Sometimes lives are on the line. It's difficult.
4: No, I I understand. I just want us to be aware of choices Mm. that we can make. And, you know, just because, you know, the mood's real shit right now, I was going to bring up something else. So you remember like multiple occasions where you guys just like decide to open your mouth and all this black goo just keeps going in your bodies? You guys remember all that
3: or no?
5: Uh, ways that we help this. Oh, I, th- I thought
3: because the mood was shit you were going to make us feel better. I don't think this is gonna oh, no. make us feel better. Really? I just want to prepare for what. No, I'm just
4: coming. double down, that's what I'm going for. Oh, yeah, you oh, okay. you mean yeah. the yeah. Thinking
5: that we're already rock bottom, so there's no Selena reaches over
3: to Lou to see if she's got another light. Oh, yes, <laughs> we're yes let's let's go to addiction.
4: It's good. Here you are. All right. <laughs> So you guys keep inhaling all of this black gunk that we've seen all these humans be with, corrupted with. We've seen these weird monsters, whatever, right? And it's not good. I'm doing research on how to either find a way to bind it to something else, or if you can believe this, there is an older werewolf up north that supposedly knows how to, but he's kind of a douche and he has like this little posse of, tweens that just surround him so you can't get to him
1: god an old werewolf that's a douche
4: yeah
5: i mean i wasn't going to say it (laughs) i'm sorry
4: (laughs) but anyway supposedly he knows how to maybe expose it expulsion is that what they said from your body or something but i don't Mm. know if we want to get in league with that guy he's a little
1: i mean if that can be done that does sound wonderful like it's on one hand, I feel like part of the reason we're here is to make the sacrifice for the greater good of the the green, however you want to say it. Like, so if I gotta give up part of myself so that something greater than myself can flourish, I'll do it.
3: Yeah, and you guys, but I like- would
1: rather not have it in me. Like, I'm yeah. not saying I want to walk around with this corruption in my lungs. That's not what I want.
3: No, so I I hear what you're saying though. So so if it takes this potentially uncomfortable conversation with this older wolf, we should suffer through that potentially uncomfortable conversation for the greater good of learning how to get rid of this. Right. That, that right. That's what you you were saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm
3: I'm just saying the issue is going to
4: be that supposedly when you become infected, like you all are, you become more susceptible to it. So the Mm. more we keep running into this, which if we just did some research, there's the cairns that are clearly potentially sites where this is occurring. Mm. You guys are going to continue to be exposed to it and it could turn into what we've seen.
5: Well, if we weren't uh, willing to uh, eat the weird black smoke in the umber... I, would our Karen not be the same as the ones that are now destroyed? We should investigate that as well to see what's yeah. happened to them. If if it if there was the same kind of attack that went after us,
4: yeah. But
2: I I Duke is right. If we can go up and learn this right from this other mm-hmm. Garu, then we could cleanse ourselves. And if we were exposed again, cleanse
4: ourselves again. And if we do learn it and we have a way to get it out of you i have a way to bind it to something so we could potentially find something inanimate like a i don't want to say a tree because that's natural but a piece of plastic i don't know and bind these because it's essentially like broken down spirits that are inside you so we could try to bind it somewhere
5: if we okay. want something that's nearly indestructible there's uh you can sometimes find them at pawn shops still the Nokia uh, bar phone is very good
4: Duke pulls <laughs> one out uh,
5: yes yes like that if we put them in there oh old, wait, but this is my old, only phone old. i can,
3: some okay we have to get a different one but sure i that i would have thought there would be some other object that we could put it in that wouldn't have power yeah behind it. And like a rock. Background. I don't know. Yes. A, 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 a rock or a, a table
4: or a bottle of beer. If, if we're going to go do this and meet this guy, I'm telling you right now, we're going to Whataburger and we are going to have our chest puff the fuck out and show this guy and his tweens what? who the real pack is. And...
1: No. I'm not. By, I'm not bringing no Whataburger bullshit. I'm gonna make him something. You
4: guys did Burger King shit. Why can't I do Bur- Whataburger?
1: I, I did not go to Burger
5: King.
4: <laughs> I, I didn't go either, but I heard Burger about King. it, and you know what happened? There was twenty dead people. So, can't be worse than that.
5: So there's not and twenty. In all, all fairness, <laughs> I
2: killed. I did not kill anyone at Burger King. <laughs>
4: I right, are like
3: allowed to. <laughs>
4: Chess are out if we're going
3: into Whataburger. Eustace, you think we should parlay?
1: Oh man, no! I'm just saying, I I'm not buying anything from Whataburger. I, I'm not gonna buy a burger. Come on, I'm gonna you I'm gonna make to something eat. here. It's
4: okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we're gonna it's just picnic the only up place this road trip. Yeah, I think their territory is only Whataburger because that's where all the kids go. So. <laughs>
0: I thought, we were, <laughs> I thought we were sponsored by Burger King. I don't know, what are um, <laughs> one thing we didn't address that we that we actually should. Um, you guys brought some bodies with you, uh, so you didn't just burn everyone there. What did you do with them? So you had bodies that were uh, that were basically um, some diner folk and then you had some bodies that certainly seemed to be employees of the station or of this locker room organization. What did you do with them?
5: Not the locker room ones, but the normal civilians. We got the forgotten records and just leave them in a little row outside the emergency door.
0: Okay. So you brought them over to the emergency room and you left them there. Okay.
5: Yes. Would would Duke know records to make sure that we aren't recorded.
4: That if we like, has any of the dead that we've found, like still had the, gunk inside them or is it like released when they die uh
0: you well i would say up until now you hadn't really looked at any uh i think you guys have been ritually getting rid of them i think you donated some of the bodies that you had to like the asu med guy you burned the facility uh the listening stations i don't think you actually really looked into it at all um Okay,
4: this seems like stuff when Duke wasn't here. Um I, Duke yeah. wants to look at, at, at the <laughs> bodies before we drop them off somewhere. Just you to can double check.
5: the LC bodies. Uh we don't need to uh, be We can't drop off them. any
4: bodies if there's We're stuff so inside them because it's, it's gonna continue to if- infect. It's like yeah. it's it's oh,
5: okay, okay.
0: Uh okay. Uh let's do what do we want to do? Uh a cult probably and um I don't know. Intelligence or wits, one of those two, probably.
5: Sure. I can give you the help action for the occult as I have that as well.
4: So you roll and see if you give me a bonus die.
5: Uh, Yeah, sure. Uh, Let me just. Intelligence and occult, not a problem. It's five dice. Yeah, I got two successes. If that gives you a help. Uh, no, I think you
0: just... I, I'm, I'm trying to remember how a yeah, sister's I, can't I remember thought you just was, get yeah. a plus. I think you just get a plus... Um, oh, an extra die in your okay. pool, I think. Okay. Oh, no. Is that right, Melissa? I'm totally blanking on I that, am
3: looking it up right now. I thought it was just adding a die.
0: Uh okay yeah so yeah it's just that it's just that a die yeah
4: I'm looking
3: okay for four successes excellent
0: okay uh all right so if you are looking at the bodies from the listening station you do notice I would say if anyone was doing any kind of study of them if you're doing any kind of uh, ritual if you're using penumerous sense whatever it is like you are using all of your your various uh, tools at your disposal you can definitely tell a few things one that they are most certainly alive uh, as like all of their biological stuff is working. Uh, Two, they are comatose. They never wake up at all. Uh, They seem to be in some kind of coma. Uh, Three, that they, it almost seems if Lou, if you're helping, I I would say the metaphor that kind of seems like for you is that it's like a programming wise, it's like almost like an infinite loop. They're waiting for input. And it's just sort of hanging right now. Um, and then Duke, if you're specifically trying to get a sense of it, uh, of whether or not there's any of that residue, that kind of spiritual residue, yeah, it certainly seems that way. Um, Lou Roll, in addition to that, Roll tech int, we'll say.
5: It's a, yeah. uh, they Networks. are stuck in some sort of do every loop. Uh, the tech is, uh, the int is, okay. Let's say Uh, a 10 and an eight. So that is two successes.
0: Okay. Uh, you can tell that it's something, hmm. So that's all, that's all you have. You only have two dice for tech and int? Oh no, I what have
5: five dice, but I rolled two successes.
0: Oh, two success. Okay. Uh, okay. So two, you can tell that would it's...
5: Would it be beneficial to use my willpower It would. Difficulty roll. three okay. on this
0: one. So that's why I was... Okay.
5: No yeah. worries. Um, Melissa, can I have an audience dice for this rule, actually? I would like mm-hmm. to... Say no. Yes, you can. Say no. Thank <laughs> you very much. Mm-hmm. I will re-roll. Oh, there <laughs> we go. Three success. There's another ten. Okay.
0: Uh, Something is actively trying to connect. You can tell. Like... It's, it's like some, it, it, like, again, this is all metaphor. It doesn't work exactly like this, but it's as if someone continues to try to kind of connect an old fashioned modem and like, it keeps dropping. It's just not quite making that connection. Um, Between what you're seeing here, between what Jacques heard from Isabel, there's, it's like there's something... Like there, there's there's even though this listening station was kind of melted down, burnt down, there's still these strange kind of corrupted signals being shifted and sent around the area. Um, they don't seem to be able to kind of lock into them, but they're still reaching out for them.
4: Like mentally.
5: Yeah, there's um. Well, spiritually. Or spiritually noise, is probably more
4: accurate. Mm, yeah, OK.
5: The back of my head that is just it's not fully connecting. It tries, it gets higher and then it goes away. Okay, like zombies,
4: yeah. Well, that means we cannot drop any of these bodies in a public place, they need to be buried in somewhere we they know they are still
5: alive. We are not burying them. Well, what, what do you want to do with them? What's, them once the Duke says, once Duke says, them.
2: once Duke says, bury him, Jock just starts nope. tearing throats. You got to burn
5: down a whole, a whole trailer full of them. Now <laughs> you can't bury three bodies. No, they are living. We can just leave them. In
3: the hospital for the hospital to take care of. What? We can't if,
2: because if they're the if they're they they still living they right get...
3: now? Yes. So we can just leave them here?
2: If what? if this thing connects back up to them and they turn into zombies, these creatures, they almost killed us. And then they rampage across this town and kill other humans that you wish to protect. These are the enemy. They are infected by the worm and the weaver both.
3: But we it is our whole job people... to destroy them. Right, but 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 Duke is going to take us to the aged wise one who is going to tell okay, us. Okay, let's how- have two more <laughs> right. This guy's a jackass. <laughs> and he's gonna show us how to how to capture these things. And so then we come back here and then we have the bodies that have the stuff in it to do the thing and see if it works.
2: What if they're waked up we before have-
3: we get back?
4: Can mm-hmm. we have somewhere in the grove we could seal them? like until we get back like of course you know, yeah yeah you can do that okay let's do that we will temporarily okay. seal them we'll come when we come back we can deal with it later but none of these bodies can go to public because if that stuff comes out got it got but it maybe i don't know should you guys wear like masks or something in case it happens again like i don't know what if maybe that helps i don't know
3: that sounds like a an idea Yes, I I have got a bandana. I can make, I can make it work.
4: I mean, I'm not the one that's done it, so you guys are the ones dying. I'm just trying to help.
5: You should we, uh, you should we break the knees first? no, Jacques, don't do that.
4: No, Duke didn't inhale anything.
3: Well, isn't it nice to be you? No <laughs> peeing on them either. <laughs>
1: They're trying so hard to have Lucas not have to listen
3: to this. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas is, you know, he's a teenager. He's got earbuds in, right?
5: Probably listening Probably. to music at this point. Yes, he's very much into uh, uh, pirate metal right now, I think. What <laughs> uh, What band are you listening to again?
0: Uh, Joni Mitchell.
5: I don't know about that. I don't think I believe you, but okay.
1: No, yeah, that checks out. He is.
3: Okay. So we're going to yeah. so we're going to tie them fine. up, lock them in a building here so that we can test the theory when we come back and we're not dropping them anywhere and we're not killing them right now. Middle ground? Middle ground? No was anymore. if uh
2: if we gone more than a couple of days they uh they die of dehydration anyway
5: uh, well, no matter to me ask someone in the grove to I know it matters not to you we ask someone in the grove just to to take care uh, of them we're gonna now. we're
2: gonna take them to the grove and risk and exactly. risk the cairn yeah. to the corruption ah we cannot do that
4: we can't let anybody know because what's her name what's our elder who's the other adora? lady uh adora Adora, adora. adora yeah. Because Adora also ate the stuff, drank the stuff. I don't know what we're going to call it. We probably need to come up with a name. But anyway, she did it too, so she can't watch it because what if it comes out of the bodies and then she eats it and then we have Behemoth 2.0. Only somewhere we know. And you know what? I have just the place. So Duke has uh, Obscure Safe House as one of his advantages. Oh, so we will. Fantastic. And that, uh, I don't think Duke, yeah, Duke has probably would have never taken anyone here unless it was like something he felt was very concerning. And it's probably just some kind of old farmhouse, way off the beaten path. Um, It's not in like horrible condition, it's like in an okay condition. He definitely goes there often. But when you walk in, It's not big. It's maybe a couple bedrooms, but it's just filled with all of his research. You see maps on the walls, all different ages. You see like different points of string leading to different things. And he's been putting to pieces like all of this different information, stuff about his um, kind of background, but other random things too. But in here, he has all of this information that he's probably not shared a lot of it to you, but desperate times call for desperate measures. So anyways, just don't look at anything, and we'll put the bodies in here. It's not really that important.
5: I rolled an investigation. <laughs> oh, <Yeah.
3: Fair laughs> spray Investigation. Or investigation wits. <laughs> yes. Go for it. I don't
5: know what you're doing. Saying don't look at anything and bringing blue in. <laughs> Even here. worse, he's got like a
1: spray <laughs> bottle that has water mixed with vinegar. <laughs> oh, yeah. she he uh, is
4: crying for the next thirty minutes.
5: <laughs> oh no! you do You told I said don't look at it. <laughs> I can't help it. Oh,
4: People on always look at it.
1: See, that's the thing where you do what we call a leader, where you you, pres- you put something out there that you tell them not to do, and then you know they'll do it, but then they focus on that instead of what you really care about.
4: Well, that's why I have the spray bottle because you guys are a bunch of cats.
2: Jacques, <laughs> <Josh laughs> not even <laughs> going inside, Josh's just sitting outside. He's, like, I don't want anything to do with these bodies.
0: So, when you bring them inside, so you have all the bodies. Uh, we'll say there were a total of, we'll say seven total bodies uh, that survived. No, you
4: can roll an investigation check. I don't really care, actually. Uh,
0: seven total bodies <laughs> from the listening station, mixture of the like oh, yeah. diner folk, locker folk, station folk, etc. Uh, so you're bringing them into your into your 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 safe house. So are you just like dropping them there? Are you securing them in a particular way? I think are you I would telling lock- a certain person. To go there and feed them if you're gone for an extended period Luke of time. Lucas,
5: it's uh, your job. You're uh, 14 years old, so it's time for your to do responsibility. We've been
4: working <laughs> on the driving. Well, isn't Whataburger what? like an yes. hour and away? Yes. Well, These are- people are in
2: a coma, so you're gonna have to hook them up to IVs. Understand that.
3: So we just all we need is just saline bags, right? We just just uh, well, you
2: need nutrients,
0: and I mean that'll keep them. Just hydrated, switch the bag but, out, I think, but that won't necessarily, yeah uh okay are you tasked? i thought what a burger
4: so, was like an hour or two so it's,
0: what a what a so <laughs> you
6: <called it> Whataburger. <laughs> god damn it
0: it's north so you are it's north of phoenix Might so you're it. like you're you're talking about an hour and a half away uh two hours north somebody that's spinning a in traffic yeah, I so mean, it's, it's literally a different town
4: right i know but we could be back in like four or five hours you could be awesome. everything it could take us well. three days
3: <laughs>
1: could
0: be
3: stockpile could, so much could take a month to learn the field. ritual you look
1: want to go to these fast food places it <laughs> hurts my feelings
3: it's been
4: <laughs> i don't know i mean it's hard to say right we can't leave them with proper care let's just be honest so the best bet is we'd be quick and come back i don't know how quick that can be but
5: well, there is one person that we seem to know in our uh, correspondences who has a doctor in front of their name, uh, who's a hypnotherapist. It looks like Selena. <laughs>
3: she she is not in the know at all. A, That's
0: you do have Joaquin Fulbright from ASU right, who gives cadavers takes to the bodies. Well. Yeah. The question is,
2: Is would we want to put one of our trusted allies potentially in harm's way by having him take care of seven people who may turn into ravening, yeah. ghoulish killers?
1: And also, in fairness, this is the guy who does the somewhat shady business of taking bodies. If things ever went sour, maybe Duke doesn't want to have that guy be in the know where his safe house is.
4: Right. Let's just take a chance.
0: You also have two other, uh, there's two other werewolf packs cause there's three werewolf packs in the SEP community. One of whom though is going to go, if you're, if you guys aren't going to go check out like some of the other echo labs locations, they're going to go. So they're going to go in your stead if you're going up. Um, so you'll have to tell me how you tell Adora that you're not doing it though, since you don't want to tell her what you're doing or something like that. So like,
4: so, I do you have to explain it to me.
5: No, but one it's of not that going I. After we visit this Whataburger place.
4: I don't think I mind telling Adora what we're doing. I just don't <laughs> think she needs to be involved necessarily. Like, I don't see okay. what she's going to bring to help.
0: Okay. I mean, best case scenario, you guys get back by like, you know, two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Worst case scenario. You guys get back in like two weeks, you know? So it's like, you guys tell
3: me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, you never know what, when we get up there, what other thing we might yeah, find. Other thing I'm, might I'm make
2: completely you. comfortable just leaving them. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> just let them waste away.
3: It the would so be a mercy
2: but, to put them out of their misery.
3: You know what? Let's just say um, um Selena's vote would be cadaver person.
5: He already has a doctorate degree of some kind.
4: Yeah, he could be like doctorate of zombies. I mean, this guy could have a whole horde by the time we're done giving him bodies.
0: You have been giving him dead bodies over and over
5: again. We've already been giving. Yeah, like we've already been doing that.
4: Right. This is news to me. Okay. No one texted
3: me and told me that we've been giving bodies to you. You (laughs) you don't answer your
5: text messages. What are you talking about? We don't
3: have to run every decision that we make by you. Sometimes, you know, when you're gone, we have to make decisions and not just let them all pile up and wait for you to come back. You
1: do seem to always disappear when the tough decisions come up. All right. So let's kind of vote. And make Who are we uh, doing? What What's what going on here? Yeah. I
5: mean, we could just drop some off at the hospital, but no,
4: uh, they're going no. to. Okay. So there's a cadaver. That <laughs> yeah, no. so sounds man. like cadaver or leave them here. Yes. Just those are the two options. Here. I
1: think leave them here. I mean, leave sometimes you just got to take a leap of faith, and we're it's not like, going to get a perfect situation. Yeah. It's the aren't.
4: ethical right. dilemma of the few or the many and we're going to sacrifice the few in case they turn into zombies and don't affect the many. is it
2: it's not like they weren't already horrible <laughs> mass murdering zombies if it happens again and it could
3: mhm all right okay. on the road we go then okay
0: so you leave them at duke's uh safe house you spent Almost the entire day debating this. It was a very lengthy conversation. <laughs> Literally hours and hours went by. Uh, Luke listened <laughs> to like every Joni Mitchell album in the process, and you finally get on the road sometime Here. late afternoon, evening. Can can I teach you how to make a
1: hamburger. Don't 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 eat. Don't go to Whataburger. Whataburger is stupid. Burger King is yeah. stupid. I want to teach you how to make your own hamburger. Don't listen to like Whataburger. I like their commercials. They're funny. They are funny.
0: I you don't like breaking, though.
1: Okay.
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys have fun. I'm just going to poke these bodies. So
5: Okay. Just make sure that they have some liquid uh, every, like, 12 Bye, hours mom. or something. Bye. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to drive safely and don't get Bye, caught. Bye,
4: Mom. There's also cameras in here, so don't do anything stupid.
5: Bye, Mom. Yes, you.
4: If, uh, if they start to... Get up and
2: froth at the mouth and attempt to kill you. Run as fast as you can. It will not be fast enough. You will die, but but the do Yonks your best.
5: Jonx is, is joking.
2: I am not joking. I am being very honest. I like okay.
1: you, boy. Okay, we have a cricket bat with him that says attitude adjuster on it? <laughs> <laughs> I usually I just, keep this at, I mean, mean obviously, just, not unless they, they, they get if They are it.
5: zombies. You remember Shaun of the Dead?
1: You didn't let me watch it.
5: I, well, what one did I let you watch? Uh, Twenty eight days later.
0: Yeah, that's the one. It okay, wasn't. Well, they weren't zombies. They were just really pissed off. And yeah. you said that made it different.
5: <laughs> did I? Well, okay. If he's leaving <laughs> he like you. that, <laughs> I'm the best parent.
0: <laughs> okay, so you guys leave Luke in charge of seven of these people inside Duke's hidden, uh, hidden, whatever the hell it is, safe house. And you guys begin to travel north up towards um, <laughs> up towards Z- Josiah Donclaw in his little cult of uh, yes of of ears. Uh, who? So are we driving? In are we like convoying? Are we doing? Uh, are you guys taking the El Camino? Uh, what, what's the deal? Duke I will
4: can, drive his Bronco.
5: I can drive the El Camino for. Can everybody have more else. cars.
2: Okay. Uh, Jacques will curl up in the back of the Bronco as a wolf and go to
5: sleep.
0: Okay, sounds good. Uh, so who? So is it? Just, so just the one vehicle? Then I'm sorry. One vehicle. I, I am totally El Camino and Bronco. Too. Okay. All right. So those of you who are driving, uh, do me a favor. Uh, let's say roll a. Um, just roll a. We'll do an awareness uh, wits as you're just kind of keeping an eye on the road. Uh, Jacques, you've curled up and you have started taking a nap in the back of the El Camino. Uh, Selena, I want to get an idea of where everybody is. I know Jacques is in the El Camino.
2: Jacques Uh, is in the Bronco.
0: Jacques is in the Bronco. Okay, so Jacques is in the Bronco. Who's in the Bronco with Jacques? Who's driving? Duke. Duke Duke is driving. Jacques is curled up. Everybody else is in the El Camino? Yeah.
2: Yes. Man, okay. Lucas is a cool kid. He's yes. going to be the first of us to die, but he is a cool kid.
4: <laughs> she sacrificed her own son. No one made her do that.
5: I did not sacrifice my it son. It is true. <laughs> All right. So both the drivers... You guys are in gone. the Bronco. You're not in this conversation. <laughs> Witch <some> awareness... <laughs> This is just
2: Here's Aaron is. remembering Hunter. <laughs> yes,
5: I didn't I mean even, he's my like, he's my kid, and it's she genetic. Just so. Literally
0: served him up to me on his. I party. know that. She's like here, destroy <laughs> him, and I'm like,
4: okay, okay,
6: fine. <laughs> I got
0: it. <laughs> you're gonna go back. You're gonna go back, and you're gonna find they're all gone, and all that's left is like. Like a chicken wing. And that was Luke. That was basically <laughs> what it was. <laughs> oh. His but face plastered really on the chicken chicken inside of the I door. Was going
5: to, I was happy to sacrifice the hospital. <laughs>
6: oh <my
0: God>. okay. <laughs> or he's oh. going to wolf out for the first time. Yes. What are those awareness tests? Give me those awareness tests.
5: Uh, three successes.
0: Okay. Uh, so three successes, uh, you notice at a certain point, Lou, uh, you guys leave it's late afternoon, early evening, sun's going down, you get out of Phoenix, by the time the sun's out, you're on the mountain roads here and there. Uh, it's, uh, basically two lane. you know, it's, it's, and there's like some winding, winding roads and stuff. And you're, and you're sort of in between these, these sort of population centers around here and there at a certain point, Lou, you notice that, um, you guys have been, you think you might be being followed. Uh, you see a, you see a vehicle, uh, a ways back. Um, like when you, you sort of, you sort of maybe do these little practice things where you kind of you slow down, speed up, slow down, see if you're doing it. And they kind of do the same thing. they are ways back. They're a good. Like you know, quarter mile back or so, but you're kind of on, or maybe not that quite that far, but you can see that they're, they're, they're just maintaining that distance with you the whole time. Um, and we'll say it's about maybe 40 minutes of this. Now, it's certainly possible they could just be driving up north to Flagstaff or something to have fun. But it's the middle of the week. That's kind of a weird time to do it. Usually happens on the weekend. It's not very crowded right now because it isn't is like in the middle of the week. So it's not like uh, this isn't like everyone's fleeing the, you know, the, the the counties. There's not that many cars on the road. Um, but it does seem as though like you guys are, are actually there's a vehicle back there.
3: I'll say Luke is driving. The, we uh,
5: Selena Istis yeah. is uh has a car behind us. Uh it seems like uh we've got a bit of a tail. Someone will need to text uh hopefully. Duke will pick up the phone, but uh, I can't uh, text and drop. West mm-hmm. Virginia. I <laughs> Fortunately, I can hear him. The windows are open.
4: <laughs> he sings that song for Jacques like, every time they're in the car. What yeah. we do. We get our flashlight. she
1: get it on out. and off, Morse code style, back to him.
5: Okay, well, let's maybe. I bet
1: Duke knows Morse code.
5: Do uh, either of you have a, a good uh, look maybe at the uh, driver behind us? I know it's far away,
0: but it's a ways back. Like, but you can you've been yeah. you've been noticing the same vehicle, the same pace. Whenever you've sped up, slowed down, maybe at one point you get off and you get gas, and you get and they get off, and you get you know. It's mm-hmm. just a lot. Of, it, it could be just coincidence, but you know, maybe not.
5: They are far enough back that we might be able to take a turn into a little bit of an off-road trail and then behind a rather large rock if we can get the attention of Duke and Jacques to do the same. Um,
3: We can certainly try. I don't think either of our vehicles are particularly quiet or easy to hide, but I think it's worth perhaps taking this off the highway. And so Selena will see if she can... Um, flash a light or something to try to get Duke's attention.
0: Okay. Uh, Duke, up ahead, for some reason, they are flashing (laughs) a light back at you
4: uh, in the Bronco. Duke will, as he's still singing and bobbing his head, kind of petting Jacques, he will turn on his (laughs) high beams real quick, turn him back off like he's acknowledging it.
2: Jacques just kind of cocks his head to the side trying to figure out what these silly half-human Garu in the front car are doing. (laughs) Me too, me too.
3: (laughs) I don't know, I'm just going to... Eustace, did you Morse code, like, turn or something? Yeah. Does Duke know Morse code?
0: Oh my god. Okay.
3: (laughs) Yes. Okay. It's old. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> <laughs> that's the requirement
4: for morse code <laughs> just being old It's, it's you're more likely to it's the to requirement know it. <laughs> of duke
3: knowing something is it old duke yeah. knows it all
0: right we will uh, say duke knows morse code sure nice so you flash a light back uh what does the light say what does your message say it's
1: probably just pull off like okay we're not gonna get like a long complicated message
0: all right, so you you see a you see a message pull off. So then Lou, when you say pull off, are you guys just getting on the side of the road? Or are you getting to like the next exit? Like, what exactly are you looking to do? Like, with when you say pull off?
5: Well, uh, if we are, we could we, we could just pull off to the side of the road and see what they do, and also pretend like our car has had the issue. Um, yeah, because
3: because we already tried getting gas and that didn't seem to work. So I like that. Hmm. Just pull off to the shoulder.
5: Okay. His shoulder. We'll pretend one of our vehicles is broken down a bit. Um,
0: Absolutely. You pull off to the side, Duke. You see them do it. Do you follow? And you kind of pull off at the same time as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, start changing guys... or make
1: it look like we're changing a tire.
5: Sure. Sure. I'm going to pop the hood as well.
0: So, the, so the two cars pull over. You you make a good show of making it look like you guys are on the side of the road, etc. You, um, I presume you. Since like there's two cars. So is that, is, are people getting out now and like you guys yes, talk? Yes, and we're that talking to and, each okay, other. And so everybody knows everything. Fine. Okay. So then at a certain point you watch. It doesn't take very long for that car once you guys are pulled over to catch up. And as you see it pass, you see it is a very large, very black, very tinted looking uh, series uh, of windows. And it looks very much a Humvee not unlike those that you drove away from the Echo Labs listening station. It doesn't stop. doesn't even slow. It just drives past you at, at its normal speed and continues off northward.
4: Can Duke try something as the vehicle starts to pass them? Sure. Duke wants to squint his eyes and look at where the driver would be and try and use stare down to see if he can get them to stop or like swerve or, you know, like he's trying to freak out the driver.
0: Okay. Uh, all right. Um, what's your, Hmm. This is going to, I think this is going to probably be a heavier difficulty than normal. So what's your, what do you normally have to hit for that? Um,
4: It's charisma and honor versus, uh, composure resilience.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to give them a boost on on what the what their general difficulty roll is. All okay, right. let me see.
4: We've got rage check. Okay. What is that? All right. One second. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> All right. I'm going to re-roll one. Okay. Mm, four successes.
0: Okay. The vehicle doesn't stop, doesn't even hesitate, just goes. Doesn't slow or anything, just keeps driving.
3: Okay.
2: Jacques just looks up, cocks his head, whines a little bit, <laughs> as if to say, well, now they're in front of us, maybe we should follow them.
4: <laughs> we could do that. That works. Maybe. Could be a Whataburger party. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh my god. Okay. We sh- then let's quickly get back into the vehicles.
4: Okay. Uh
0: Lou, give me, you're leading the way. Give me a drive test. Uh dexterity probably. The roads sure. up here are it's, it's not they're not straight and flat. These are undulating, curving. There's there's ramps. Uh, or excuse me, not ramps. There's like de- they the, 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 can see there's like gullies and ravines and stuff that you're kind of driving past. Sometimes you're climbing, 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 and then you're speeding the hell down here and there. Uh, that's kind of how you're driving.
5: I got two successes.
0: Okay. Um, you find yourself struggling to keep up. Uh, maybe it's just cause their vehicle is a Humvee. They can climb easier, whatever it might be. Um, but you do find yourself falling behind. Uh, but obviously, there's not a whole lot of turnoffs here, so you can stay on the road, stay on the road, stay on the road. And probably about three, four miles later, you notice that there's suddenly signs on the road flagging for detour. So you can see these little lines come up. You can say there's like detour, detour, reroute this, and it kind of the next exit you're routing around. Uh, and so it does it does seem like a, a few a few miles ahead there is a rerouting of the of the highway.
5: New to those signs, look.
0: Um, they look, I mean, they, they look like they've been used before. They don't look brand new or anything.
4: Did Duke go, use this detour when he went up here?
0: No, there's, oh, everything was fine when you drove up.
4: Yeah, okay.
2: How close are we to where we're going, Duke? Probably got about half an hour,
0: maybe. At, like, 60 miles an hour, or? Something like that, yeah. I mean, well, no, probably... Probably faster than that. Honestly, this road people people
3: do. (laughs) We're probably speeding. (laughs) Probably do like 80.
5: (laughs) But (laughs) laws. Well... So... Do we want to follow Eustace? Can you Morse code uh, Eustace, uh, Duke and Jacques to see if they want to fo- to take this detour or
3: Selena's to- calling? Duke better not have turned this one off and be singing knowing the most that we're thing to do. saying <laughs> something. <Yeah. laughs> Duke doesn't yeah, Maybe he do. doesn't get on
0: the phone because it's dangerous on the roads, you know? He doesn't understand Hands Jacques. Jacques's like, what do I do with this? <laughs> uh, Jacques's should... in his wolf form, it just
4: <laughs> bites it, <out> crunch. <laughs> you hear like the uh phone flip up and he's like, Hello? Oh shit. And the phone falls <laughs> and fall like onto the, the floor and he's trying to kick it with the his The Bronco feet. swerves
0: because <laughs> flying off a uh, cliff.
4: Jacques, Jacques, pick up the phone with your mouth. Hand it to uh,
1: me. you hear a
4: oh. growl. Oh hey Selena! Right. Hey, hey in, in broke most construction.
1: horror Stories, you have these like overcomplicated reasons why nobody does just use cell phones. The trick is just cast it with old people. Yeah.
0: That's what it is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. What are we doing?
3: Are we do we take the trap?
5: Is uh do we choose the a turn?
3: Uh, if you, you know it's a it? trap,
1: it's not a trap, it's a standoff.
4: Okay, Uh, I mean, it wasn't here when I drove up here to see Whataburger Man a couple weeks ago, but up to you guys, you're leading the way.
5: Well, I have an idea. Um, Let's drive around the signs and uh, just keep going on the road.
4: Well, your ideas are always really good, so let's see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they are. Thank
5: you for acknowledging that. You
4: see the Bronco starts to slow down a little bit. (laughs) Okay.
0: So you uh, you get Lou to the point where you can see everyone's kind of slowing down. There's not. There's again. There's not that many cars. There's only a handful. Get to the point where they're sort of slowing down. You can see up ahead there are siren lights. You can see there are a handful of what looks like when I say emergency vehicles, I basically mean like deputy cop type stuff. You don't see any ambulances or anything like that. They seem to have have set up these little kind of hazard lights and stuff and they're kind of waving people off as everyone, you know, anyone who comes up is kind of slowly taking this exit. Um, you don't up ahead. It's just sort of darkness straight ahead. You're not really sure if, if you can see like any, anything specifically that suggests an accident or construction or anything like that. Um, so Lou, what do you do? You're at this point where you you're driving, you're making the decision. What do you do?
5: Yes, okay. We're turning down the detour now. And about a minute later, we'll turn up back and try to like drive over the wilderness back onto the main road.
0: Okay. Uh, So you drive. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh I literally just like there's a two, there's just two things. Take the detour, don't take the detour. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like Coke, Pepsi. God, I will take the off. RC. <laughs> These R-C's. are the same picture. <laughs> What's going on? Okay, uh, so you you take the detour. You're following. You're following. You're following. And at a certain point, you decide to just off road it to try to get back onto the main highway. Yeah. All right. Make a drive test, Lou. I don't know why you're. You're driving.
5: <laughs> I, oh, I got drive. two tens.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, you my. manage to very easily. Uh You drive up, you drive up, and you're and it is very much a like a incline that you're now having to drive up and then down over as you're going over what essentially is a rocky hill. As thump, 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 and you flop back down onto the middle of the road, Duke. I need you to do the same thing
2: as you are driving. <laughs> Okay. Jock looks over at Duke, his muzzle right up against his ear. He goes,
6: got <laughs> the hmm. <laughs> Bronco?" <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: on, <laughs> the cassette's on. It's. I'm sorry, it's broken, Jock. It's. It just keeps playing the same damn song.
2: His tongue just lulls out in, in appreciation of your musical uh, sense. All
4: right. So, how
2: do you do, Duke,
4: on your drive? Don't worry, test? it's going to be good. We're going to roll the Bronco. (laughs) All right. I'm going to re-roll all of them.
3: Oh, my gosh. That was not (laughs) a good roll at all. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, that was even worse. Oh, my God. That's even a worse roll. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Wow. Shit. (laughs) Okay.
0: So as the Bronco starts, gets up, and it starts coming down the incline. It's too steep of an incline. It does. In fact, you lose control. You feel the rear of the of the vehicle begin to sort of peel off the incline and then you start to tumble, tumble, tumble and your Bronco comes uh, smashing down into the ground. Oh God. Uh, the three of you, the two of you in the car can go ahead and take three points of, uh, of superficial health damage as you are tossed around. Like you're in a a washing machine, you smash against the asphalt of the highway. Uh, the vehicles on its side, glass kicks up into the, you know, kind of into the, into the actual vehicle itself. So you're kind of getting it caught in your face and your eyes here and there. And the two of you are now on, on the highway tipped over on your side. You're, I'm sure you're going to be fine, but you've been tossed around. Meanwhile, Lou, you have you have started to move out ahead. If you look through the mirror, you see them tumbling and tumbling and tumbling and crashing oh, down. I, I, I,
5: I think we need to stop. I think I've done what is called a Steven. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: jock is no, growling at duke and it's basically like i think i'm going to kill lou now <laughs>
4: yeah. you ah! also notice that there are
0: vehicle, like you can see there is a vehicle with with sirens you know your normal blues just kind of coming down back from where the the detour was raring and coming right up pulling up right upside the bronco at this point you see you know people popping out lou what are you doing
5: Uh, I think we need you're- to go save some.
0: Okay. So you turn around. Do you hang a yui? Did you just like you already broke detour? Did all sorts of stuff? Do you just turn around and start driving the opposite direction on the highway that you're not supposed to be on right now? You
5: can just reverse.
0: Okay. So you kick it into reverse because that makes it better. You kick it into <laughs> reverse and you start going back. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Duke, Jacques, yes. you guys are tumbled around. You you see the lights. The blue lights going to come up. Uh, you see a flashlight, and you hear, "You guys all right in there? Anyone there? What's going on?" Hey, you know, come on. And he kind yeah. of so they're kind of banging down. They're lending down. You need a hand there, buddy. Come, what the hell were you doing? And he kind of oh, reaches uh, in.
4: Yeah, I was. Uh, I was following that car in front of me. I like. I, what is this? It took me into.
0: Hey Jim, why the hell is that car backing up? Well, yep. Okay. Uh, All right. You're gonna. Hey, guys. We got two vehicles that tried to jump the detour here. We got a crash back. We're gonna need um, send an ambulance down here. We got some. Yeah, send it on down here. Okay, come on up. And so, like you can hear, just like normal communication. Nothing. Nothing super suspicious. They just dress like deputy guys. One of them comes over. Shocker, are you in dog... Are you in lupus Yeah, he's, or?
2: Uh, he's in wolf form. Yeah. So he crawls out. He's whimpering a little bit. And, you know, his okay. tongue's lulling out, and he kind of rolls over on his side. One of them, the, uh,
0: the cop comes up. The cop comes around. He's like, oh, hey, hey, little boy. Hey, come here, guy. Come on. Come on, good boy. Come on. Come here. Come on. Come on. Come he come, come Jacques
2: on. will go out, lick his hand, and then Jacques just kind of sprints off into oh, the oh, off into the desert. the desert.
4: No. Jock, no, my best friend. Uh, well, um, damn it, you spooked him.
0: Sir, you just drove off a cliff and crashed on the highway.
4: I, do, I, I was following the car. Me. Do you know how old I am? <laughs>
0: sir, you have the right to remain silent. They that I start going through the whole thing, you start feeling I'm like they're, they're doing checking. Oh, they're making God. sure that you're like, you don't have concussion or anything like that. And then they start putting your hands into in, you know, in, into, into cuffs. And now at this point, the car comes is, is sort of backing up. You see a debt like the other deputy Jim who had, had been chasing after Jacques he comes up and you can you can see him kind of flashing his sight and he's kind of waving his hands trying to get you to stop. What do you do, Lou?
5: Uh, oh, um, Ah, It it looks like they already are here. Uh, Do you think? uh, Jacques looks like he ran off, so we just need to kidnap Duke and get out of here.
3: This is going to be uh, a bit uh, difficult. Um, Eustace, you good with this talking stuff? Not.
1: Officer, I'm so incredibly sorry. My brother over there He's got early-onset Alzheimer's. Who? We thought we could trust him to drive. Because he's just a stubborn, mean, ignorant son of a bitch. I told him not to. Sir, I'm going to need you. you, Ma'am, can you pull
0: the vehicle uh, over onto the side? We'll listen to your sob story in a moment. Over uh, to the side, please.
5: This is good. I'm happy here. I parked. Over
0: to the side, ma'am. I
5: am. Yes, uh,
3: easy.
0: You are in the middle of the highway. Please are, pull good. your vehicle onto the side of the road.
3: Salita's just going to poke Lou and just point okay. to where he's.
5: Okay, I go, I go. At that
1: moment, that's his daughter. View. It's it's just a whole thing. It's this just the worst. I'm As you're really telling sorry, him, and he's sir. just like,
0: He's like, "Okay, okay, that that's fine. I over to the side, ma'am." And and ever so we've got Duke being is, is in handcuffs now. Is the one guy has him West, on Virginia.
6: The <laughs> <He's sick. laughs> West Virginia. West
0: Virginia. is run off into well, the Jacques, wild, off. Yeah, go ahead.
2: So, I I wanted to run off into the dark and then when everybody gets distracted by arresting everybody, he was going to shift into his pose, circle around and stealthfully bite the tires of the police cars so that we'll there's leave. not gonna be time for that oh, yet okay something else is about
0: to happen but we'll but definitely there's time for you to stealth off into the darkness we'll say that's gonna that hum- happen coming back. as you turn around mm. there is a sound i'll say that those of you that are that are on the highway can kind of hear you just hear and then the cop's just like what the hell is that And then at the last second, coming on the road, basically from where Lou was, the lights of the Humvee suddenly pop on 10 feet from you. You can see there's one guy on base leading out either side. And you can see both of the cops, one that's on Duke, one that's uh, one that's actually talking to Lou. Both of them just... And they fall to the ground. Your Humvee, the Humvee itself, goes smashing into the El Camino, which starts spinning and spinning and spinning. And Duke, as you're singing West Virginia, the body of this poor deputy falls on top of you. And we'll pick up there next time around and see how this is (laughs) going to go. I have a
1: cleverly God. crafted ruse, man.
4: I didn't even get to roll to lie. I tried.
0: Uh-oh. Uh. <laughs> <I, laughs> you though, like you can roll, but does it matter? It doesn't really yeah. matter. You still roll the yeah.
6: vehicle
0: coming down. Pra- like, it doesn't matter what yeah. the reason is for. They're not just going to let you and go. And they were going to get
3: shot shot anyway. (laughs) They weren't
0: going to get shot until you guys interfered. Otherwise, they they weren't going if, to be there.
5: If, if somebody had been okay at driving, we could have been out of it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know. he's,
0: he's an old man. He doesn't have a reflexes I like only have
4: three dice, okay. you know, uh, he's he's three dice, okay? He's thoughtful about the
1: choices that we make.
2: I, think, I think Jacques is is beginning to believe that Lou truly is an agent of the Weaver who's going to need to be I dealt agree.
1: with.
0: <laughs> this does feel like a knife in the air kind of moment, possibly.
2: Oh, I'm just getting really insulted. Y'all go to
1: Whataburger.
0: I'm just <laughs> insulted by Heard that. We're definitely going to get there now. Slow motion spinning. You <laughs> just has a random thought. I'm really concerned about
2: the fact that you guys are going to Whataburger as you're spinning, spinning,
0: It's spinning. okay. I never
5: eat there. <laughs> uh, Jock is sitting back bed. there
2: in the shadows looking at his pack going, how in the hell did I get... <laughs> Just turns around. These guys. I'm going back to face. See (laughs) it.
5: You left the decision making and losing. You went first. You guys were driving in front. I thought you'd keep driving in front.
0: What is it with like us like doing weird shit on the highway in this game? Like we did this in Hunter too. Oh, crazy, crazy things. That's
5: what you do: is you pretend to go down the detour and then you double back over the terrain to go on the main road. That's normal.
2: And, and, you thank did. Did.
0: And, and get chased totally by unaware.
5: the police. <laughs> yeah, chased well, you know, by a for well. a f-
0: <laughs> decent time if you're driving a very old El Camino, in uh, so,
2: an old Bronco. Slow mm-hmm. speed chase. Uh, you know, we do a little O.J. Simpson there <laughs> <Yeah>. on the
0: <laughs> already struggling mm-hmm. going up and down and losing the the Humvee in front of you. Oh, goodness. Okay, I think uh, I think everything worked out exactly as it was meant to. It's
3: uh, a thing of beauty. Yeah, thing of beauty. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. We are. Face to face with locker control agents, as we we didn't we, drive into a pincer attack.
0: You? you don't know that they could you just could be random Arizonans for we you know. That's, That's
1: sadly true. <laughs> true. It's sad, it could be my
0: neighbor from two blocks over. It could be
1: <laughs> that
0: guy. <Don't laughs> actually like Use a political drive right, right now. He's also breaking the going around the detour.
3: Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, all right, so why don't we go ahead and do some plugs? We we'll get out of here, uh, Eustace... Or Jeremy, sorry, Jeremy. Go ahead and tell
1: us what it's <laughs> okay. on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Aaron Reese on Patreon, maps, tokens, other fun stuff. Check it out. Fantastic. Uh,
0: Aaron, what is going on over on Garblack?
2: Uh, well, Pete was sick uh, this week, so uh, we, we we had a, a bit of a hiccup there. But next week on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch uh, Millie running her choreos campaign. On Wednesday, we'll be back for some more Marvel Multiverse as our British covert superheroes in 1943 uh, fight their way through Battle Axis and then jump into the Cataclysm of Kang. And then on Thursday, Pete should be back to continue his heroic deeds campaign where he is running the Red Hand of Doom. Awesome. Fantastic.
0: Uh, As for us here tomorrow night, Aaron, tell us what's going on.
2: So tomorrow night will be episode one of our Warhammer uh, 40k Wrath and Glory campaign, where you'll get to actually meet all the characters and we're going to jump into a into a uh, space Hulk adventure uh, just to get a hang for the rules and get a hang for Foundry and see if I can murder one of the players in episode one. I've got goals.
0: Nice. Good very luck. nice. I am excited. I am very excited. I really like my character. I don't know if he's any good. He's cool. I, I think he's a glass cannon. That goes up close <laughs> and then voluntarily explodes. That's uh, basically <laughs> my height. Uh So very excited to play them. Uh, tom- well, not tomorrow. Uh, Saturday, uh, we are doing enough. We're going to be doing some Delta Green on Saturday. Normally, we play this on Friday nights, but because of a quirk in the schedule, it's going to be like Thanksgiving stuff next week. So we're going to play it on Saturday this week so we don't fall behind. Uh, so come hang out. We can see the fallout of, um, I mean... Just Steven. Steven. <laughs> Steven. That's what it is. Uh, Monday, we'll be back to Fragged Empire. Uh, you can see the top row on that uh, as uh, we're playing some uh, some space sci-fi. And then on Tuesday, we'll be doing some uh, doing some Marvel Multiverse RPG uh, where I threw a Sentinel at other Sentinels. It was very fun.
6: Yay! It was very fun. Yay.
3: Yeah, I enjoyed
0: it. Yeah, Stephen threw some uh, Stephen through some sentinels. I've been saying to them this whole time, like I think I can take a sentinel, and then I mm-hmm. one shot a sentinel when it showed oh, up. Yeah. Like, Crush oh, the damn, crap out of
3: it. Can, I made
2: them
0: weaker than the rest of them. Like, all right, whatever you got to do. <laughs> do, whatever you got to do,
1: whatever you got
0: to do.
3: All right.
0: Anyhow, uh, let's go. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and raid somebody. Who we got going on? Let's do um evandale let's do that let's go ahead and raid evandale they're playing some sort of rpg i can't figure out what it is but hey close enough have a great night everybody thanks for hanging out and we'll see y'all later bye-bye good night